Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show Hoppers Shrinking, Season 1, Episode 10, Closure. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Ah, yes, I see the era of shirtless Kurt has begun. Ah, yeah, and if I don't flex, I'm 95% the way there. <laughs> <laughs> if I do, I forgot what he said. If I do this, yeah, if I suck in. If suck I, in. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm, if I suck in, I'm 100 percent of the way there. If I don't suck in, I'm 95 percent of the way there. Good for Brian. Good for Brian. Him and his getting ready for his newlywed body, but we're here with the finale, well, it's a, Mr. It's, it's also an interesting choice by you to do this podcast shirtless. Sometimes I do do the podcast shirtless. That's not a joke. <laughs> I, I, especially in the summer months, I'm sure it's a lot in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be shirtless, but that's that's neither here nor there, and that's the beauty, actually, Mr. Self, recording an audio-based format media, because it doesn't <laughs> it matter what I look like. I could be shirtless. So sure. Now, now it's kind of weird. Hopefully, I'm not shirtless. I'm not shirtless right now. I'll say that. But we're here with the finale coverage of Shrinking. It's been questioned if this is a Mount Rushmore series. Now, Mr. Sal already said. Well, there's already another season coming out, so you can't really put something on Mount Rushmore that's unfinished. I would equate that's that right. to putting, I don't know if we've talked about it even on the podcast. I don't know if I've even talked about this with you, but I probably have because I did get through like a big tattoo phase where I really wanted a tattoo. But now I've got other priorities in life over a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. But okay. the, the idea of putting someone's face as a tattoo on my body seems like a really bad idea, especially Absolutely. someone who's alive. No, I totally agree. <laughs> <'Cause> that, <laughs> you know, that things that come south. out about that person, even if they're passed away, things could come out about that person. Absolutely. Or especially if they're still alive, like they can still do something. Yep. So that's, you know, understandably, even if you love this episode and you love the series so far, it's not going to be on your Mount Rushmore. It can't it be. Potentially make it up there. But, can't, can't be until the series is done. Well, in that case, it begs the question what. Did we rate this finale? Rating. I forgot which of my parents told me this. I think it's my father. Oh, God. <laughs> I think father always used to say, never bet against a streak. It's been doing me well. Mr. Sal, I think you gave this episode a 10. Um, furthermore, I, to give a little more reason why I think you felt good being right, potentially, that... Jimmy's part? not safe flank. What do you mean? Ah, that's a, that's a, that's what I was assuming you were talking about. I just wanted to yes. make sure that we were talking about the right thing. So I th I think that made you really happy. I I tend to notice by tracking the data that when there's something you're right about in an episode, it tends to be in ten. <laughs> Is that right? I no, don't think I you've actually been up. tracking that no, data. I've not yeah. been tracking the data. <laughs> you called me out. <laughs> but, but besides you being correct in that point, I, I think you you liked. You know how this is titled closure. It seems to be a really nice bookend uh, for all of our characters for the season. Really, I can't think of anything that ends badly for our characters that we care about. Uh, <laughs> what are you saying? You don't care about Donnie? Ah, oh, well, we can talk about Donnie afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but for our main cast, the crew, everything seems to it all. It all goes. It always goes their way. I try to edit Brian saying to yeah. be. All everything, goes, everything goes their way. Yeah. Everything goes their way. There you go. Thank you. So, there you go. I think you gave it a 10. Uh, you enjoyed the finale, and you were glad that you were right. So, Okay. Uh, I initially thought that 
because I'm I'm just so disappointed in you for <laughs> giving last episode a nine and not a ten. Uh, the penultimate episode of nine out of ten. I, I'm like very hesitant to guess that you give a ten to anything at this point. Uh, but so I, I, I don't think you found this episode as funny as some of the other episodes. But I don't think it's a problem necessarily. Uh, I think that you, I think you like the fact that this probably, if they didn't get a second season, you wouldn't be heartbroken. Like this, this is a good enough yeah. wrap up that it could have been a series finale as well as a season finale, but they left enough open that you kind of do want a second season. So I think you like, I think I kind of hit that sweet spot there. I think you like that. I think that my, my big question is how do you feel about Grace pushing Donnie off the cliff? Uh, because that was the last thing we saw and recency bias does come into play sometimes. Um, Not for me. Oh, yeah. Yes, for you. <laughs> but uh, so I don't know. Uh, I, I I had originally written down nine out of ten, but it does have that that it's over. But oh snap! Look at this last one thing. Like like the the very end of Watchmen or the very end of Mrs. Davis. Like the, the last thing you see. Is like oh no oh yeah they left the it open they yeah. left it open oh that's that's cool, um, so I think you do like that style enough to compensate for the fact that you didn't find this episode as funny. Um, there's a pretty heavy focus on Liz in this episode actually, mm-hmm. lots of Liz. Like if there's, if there's someone going through trauma in this episode, you'd probably point it to Liz and Alice. Yes, like yeah, they are they are struggling the most it seems. Mm-hmm. So, hmm, I I can't I can't guess a ten and be disappointed again for you. I'm going to say you gave it a nine because you're a jerk. Because well, yes, I did give it a ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to hear I got that right. Thank you, Father. <laughs> what 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 I'll say before I tell you what my rating is? I do appreciate, and I I I think we've talked about this in other uh, season finales for other series. But as we've been covering series on the podcast, I've come to realize kind of how tricky it is to do a finale. Especially, it's hard, yeah. Especially with you know the given information you have as the whole staff as to, well, are we going to get renewed for another season? We don't know. This hasn't even been released yet, so we don't know how the public's going to take it. Um, it which, you know, that can influence how you want to do an ending because maybe you have a whole story you want to tell, but now you got to be weary of the fact or leery i should say yeah it's, it's different than it used to be i mean it used to be like something like lost which we've covered by the way folks in its entirety and i was just thinking about the lost finale today i love that finale anyway um that something like that they were they were working on episodes while episodes were airing do you know yeah. what i mean that, mm-hmm. th- there was a cycle to that where they they knew how episode you know three was received when, while they were making like episode 14 or something like that. Um, and so if they wanted to make adjustments, like, oh, you know what? That that character, people hated that character. We can't have that character. Kill you know, him win, off. Win Kill, him off. Kill him off. Exactly. So uh, maybe bury them with some diamonds, you know, who knows? Alive. Um, but anyway, th- they can't, they don't do that with a series like this. This, this series was, you know, done and dusted, which is a term that I just recently learned. <laughs> uh before it was ever released so yes that that who knows if this is they they i i think they didn't know if it was going to have a season two uh when they made it but i also think it 
that season two had been announced before the end of the season. Okay. So I think I'm pretty sure I'm not positive about that, but I'm pretty sure because that, we had discussed possibly jumping into this one late because we knew that the season two was coming. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm talking about that. Yeah. So I think that, I think they knew that there was season two coming when they released this finale, but not when they made the it finale. It the so, matter. Yeah. For yeah, yeah. into producing it, it didn't mm-hmm. made it all blind. So with all that being said, you know, a little bit of background knowledge. I did like this finale. I gave it a 10. Oh, good. I, I, I thought about giving a nine while I was watching it. Uh-huh. But I will, I, as, as I deemed it, it is kind of a slow crescendo. Uh-huh. That it really just ramps, oh. it just gets better and better and better yeah. with time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. The, the first it, half is not ten worthy. That's what I will say. Okay, in my opinion, I, I can, I can, I mean, I can definitely buy that. Like the last fifteen minutes are are better than the first fifteen minutes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that, and that's what I would say. Actually, that compared mm-hmm. to most other episodes, that this this effect is more pronounced. Okay, I think I think for most given episodes, you know, in a structure when they're making it. The ending part is better than the beginning part. Yep. You know, they're, they're explaining stuff. But I think that it, this is more over for this episode than gotcha. previous. At least now, I, I will say that the very end does make me a little nervous and almost made it. It's this will not be my favorite episode of the season. Um, and, will it be mine? And, and it could have probably been. But I'm very worried about that last scene. Really? Now, see, yeah. this is where we probably disagree. I yeah. like that last scene. Uh huh. I like it. I like it because I, I I almost put in a complaint. I was writing it of it's kind of a bit too much closure, which yeah, I, yes. and, I, and I was gonna and I was gonna kind of argue the point of it yeah. kind of didn't leave anything open, which is right. I guess all right if you want to tell a whole self-contained story and uh, then start up another one for season two, but it just kind of it makes me less excited for the next season. I, I'm nothing. It, you know what? It's it, and this is kind of a part where I feel bad for people, writers or whatever have you, yeah. because if they put too many cliffhangers or cliffhangers, people are going to complain and be like, "Oh, well, geez, now I got to yeah, wait yeah. to get an answer." To answer all your questions, now they get the complaint. Well, what? There's no questions. What's mm-hmm. this? So you know, yeah. I felt like there was almost no questions at the end of the. Well, I, I they, thought they, they big one. I thought they had enough. To, to at least get started with the next season you you got gabby started. Jim, jimmy and gabby it was, it was the big one um but You're you know right, gabby's yeah. gabby's starting a new job all together. Mm-hmm. you know uh sean and liz are going into business together uh paul is having a re- having a relationship with his daughter and, and apparently going to be back and forth between california and connecticut quite a bit mm-hmm. so i th- i thought that that was enough and right. to, for me I, I, this is where this is one of the reasons why I prefer character-driven series to plot-driven series because for me, I I was excited to see season two just because I want to be back with these characters. That's it. I just I miss the characters. I want to be back with them, and and that's a, that's enough for me. I don't really care what the season's about. But now I feel like there's an about to next season. It's like Grace is going to be in severe legal trouble, which is probably going to put Jimmy in legal trouble, uh, and I don't know if I'm. I don't know how I I disagree with that. At, le- at least where you think the story is going, I don't think. Oh, okay. It's gonna be a legal trouble think going? I think it's going to be kind of how it's been about people dealing with um, trauma and stuff that happens to them. Is that I think it's going to be Jimmy dealing with how his events on his patient has yep. caused someone to die. 
Now, and, you I know, hope you, that's it, what it is. That's what I think they're going to go with. Based on just how it's trapped as a series, I think they're going to go down that angle. Maybe he will have some legal trouble too. I don't think this event is going to be the whole focal point of season two because even I how they started off the yeah. season, right? It, it, the focal, well, at least kind of the selling point of the series is, uh-huh. oh yeah, psychiatrist that goes against the grain, does yep. things his own way. He's a little too involved in their lives. I'm actually got, glad they did a callback to it in this episode. Of, oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, it was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> thank, right. thank goodness I stopped doing that. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how he, if he really stopped. He did recently, as recently as last episode, bring Sean right. to the Rose Bowl to, to dump his dump and run his mom's ass. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But, so, but I, I, I guess I had visions when I saw this. I was like, I was flashing forward to watching season two and it being like a courtroom drama where Jimmy Grace McGill. is like, on the, yeah, exactly, where Grace is on the stand testifying that she did it because her therapist told her to. And, and I, that I could definitely happen. And I don't want it happen. to be that. I don't want it to be that. I think it would be funny if it happens, but I don't I don't think it's going to be a focal point. I don't think next season is going to be – because you're right, they, they have all the other storylines. They're, they're sprouting up. I, mm-hmm. If it happens, it might be a one-episode thing. I, I, I don't think the legal – it's going to be all about this legal part that happens to Jimmy. I think it will be more about how it affects him mm-hmm. like mentally and emotionally. I, well, and I hope that's it. Like if it's him struggling with the guilt of this – and you know, not and, and really kind of burying it because he can't tell anybody because like he could be incriminated or whatever. I, I could live with that. I, I'm, I really, I'm, I'm much more interested in seeing how Gabby and Jimmy coexist now, and seeing how uh, Sean and Liz coexist now. That's that interests me a lot more. But so, so I'm just a little bit nervous about this. I don't want it to turn into a plot-driven series. I, I prefer it to be just this character-driven. Let's go spend half an hour with Jimmy and the gang, <laughs> and you know we'll have we'll have well, some laughs. We'll have some, we'll have some laughs. We'll have some cries, and at the end of the day, you'll, you'll be feeling like life is beautiful. So, but and as long as they can stick to that somehow, like I'm fine with them incorporating a little more plot. But I don't. I would hate to see this become a plot-driven series because I love. I thought this season worked so well the way it is and it was definitely not plot driven no it was very character driven yeah. so uh so i anyway that's that's where i am on this so i'm i'm a, i'm it's a solid 10 but i'm definitely this is not going to be my favorite episode of the season it won't be my favorite episode either but yeah well mr sal we'll see if we can guess each other's favorite scenes favorite scenes Uh, you're married. Uh, yeah, that's true. I think you picked uh, Jimmy's speech about marriage. Okay. I uh, I think one of the things that you've really latched no on hedge. to this. No hedge. Good for you. Uh, I think one of the things you've really uh, latched on to in the series has been Jimmy's relationship. Or Jimmy with his patients. You, you like seeing different patient each week and so forth. And so I think the montage of the dancing and then the and you like montages so i think the montage of the dancing and the patience uh is your favorite no mine was jimmy's speech oh wow okay that actually surprises me what does that mean i I did i I mean i i really felt like that struck a chord with me for reasons that wouldn't really apply to you so oh i see how it is just because i'm not married i can't Uh, not just that not not it's not just the marriage thing there's there's another piece to it that that really fair 
the, that really struck a chord with me that is just I I feel like is just something that I've thought about a lot and I was a little surprised to hear it come up in the speech. So anyway, no, I I I picked that. I'm sure you picked that. I think it's pretty clear cut. I haven't even told you what I picked yet. Yeah, but I know you picked it. Oh. Okay. Did, am I wrong? Well, tell me what, why you picked it first. <laughs> no. I hope you picked it now. <laughs> I, I hear you writing over there, but just like no, you don't. I know you're, you're not writing. <laughs> uh, but uh, Jimmy's speech, it, what it starts kind of awkwardly, right? He still tells a joke, it's not quite that great. It's doesn't kinda, really land. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really land. Um, he says the key word marriage, where he starts crying <laughs> constantly. But he keeps going on, right? And he discusses his own experience with his own marriage, how his wife died last year, and it destroyed him. Mm-hmm. But it Which, was worth it. Bold move, by the way, starting a, a speech a wedding, else's wedding about yourself. That's like, it's a, it's, it is. It, you could see everybody kind of holding their breath. Like, is he really just going to talk about himself and his yeah, his own loss? problems? Yeah. Like, he hides it in very well. He does. I'll give him credit for right? Because it was worth it, that wedding with his wife. Um, spider passing because every second he got to spend with his wife was the best moment of his life it's very sweet it's very that's a really great way to think about it like uh, i mean joyful it, it's yeah. it's it's bittersweet that's the answer yep very bittersweet. yeah and that's what i love about this finale is it is a bittersweet finale it's 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 nice it is and uh i think in total this finale is looking at it it kind of reminds me of my own experiences I've, I, I anyone i think can relate to having to go through something in the moment it feels just terrible like oh my goodness like how am i going to get through this or i can't like how, how it's just really rough situation but then time goes by and you, you kind of get past it and it's just you can just chat about it and it's a lot easier to digest right it's not mm-hmm. as big of a life event as it once used to be Right, like uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 100% right, yeah. Their mom slash wife passing. Yeah. Um, in any case, he ties in how Tia helped set up these newlyweds, Brian and Charlie. That was an interesting out. turn. I wasn't expecting. Yes, it's a good connection. It's a good connection. Yeah, it's a good tie like back it. into how it's their yeah. wedding, not about him. Yep, exactly. And then he ties it into the entire crowd that they're yeah. all here to help out the newlyweds. Should yeah. they ever need it, you know, they've got community. <laughs> they got people they can come back on. And yep. there you go. It's official. Yeah, he officially marries them, and Liz kind of can surmise the fact that it is not safe playing. For example. I, really, I did like how the way she said it. Yeah, <laughs> I can hear. Yeah. Oh boy, it was very very funny. Um, really funny. funny. And Gabby's reaction just like because I I mean these two do really have great chemistry together I feel like they do anyway like no, I when, agree. He, when he like waved to her after the speech it's like there are you know 100 people out in the audience and he you know is waving at Gabby could be waving at Alice could be waving, waving at Paul but he, he waves to Gabby and Gabby you know looks so excited that he's waving at her <laughs> so it's it's cute I really like it well, then, Mr. Sal, why why is this your favorite speech or speech favorite? I didn't say scene? it was. I didn't say it was my favorite scene. I know, but explain to me why it is because it is. It, it is. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But I, I tell you, it it it's it wasn't as like much of a as much of a blowout as you as you think it was. Well, maybe it wasn't a blowout, but no hedge. 
That's all I have to say. I okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I really seriously thought about a few other scenes. Actually, the uh, the montage was one one that I very strongly really considered. Nice. I did like the montage. Um, the, I'm talking about the montage with the dancing and the and the patients. What are all the patients up to? Um, uh, that was great. Uh, the the scene between Paul and Jimmy, the hug that that was on my short list. Um, and the scene in Tia's bedroom with all the all of uh, not Tia's bedroom, Alice's bedroom, Alice's with all bedroom, Tia's stuff. Sean and, yeah, yeah. So those, those those are really nice. Yeah, so those those are my short lists. Oh, oh, I don't know, no, but the, but the one that almost won out actually was was it the Liz scene- talking to Paul. No, it was um, Alice's flashback to Tia and then subsequent conversation with Jimmy. Mm, yes, not remembering her laugh. But yeah, well, but it was so cool. I love how they did that because it, it, everything was, they played it completely straight, except that when she laughed, it was silent. It was silent, yeah. That was really, really cool and, and heartbreaking, and especially like I didn't realize what they were doing in the moment. And then when she said it, I can't remember mom's laugh. I just broke down at that point. That, I mean, that was that was really brilliantly done. I loved it. But, but though, no, this was my favorite scene. Uh, all the reasons you said, you already talked about pretty much everything I wanted to say, except for one thing. Mm-hmm. And that is like, this, this is the thing that really, really hit me and, and got me like fully on board with the speech because he says, you know, Tia always said, well, I, I want to get the quote, right? So Tia always said that the best way to help yourself is to help others. And, I've just like I, I mean I've I've felt that way for such a long time and like I struggle with with trying to help other people feel better um, because the thing that I want to say most frequently is like you got to shift the focus away from yourself and just shift it to someone else and trust me that will help you feel better uh, it, it's. It, it, because it's just worked so many times in my life. I, I, I've told you, I think I, during the shrinking podcast, I'm pretty sure uh, I used to, when I, before I got married, when I was single, I hated summers. I was a teacher and I hated summers <laughs> because, because I, I was a hundred percent focused on myself. I had nobody else to focus on. Uh, and it, it really got to me. So then I started thinking about all of the things that were, you know, I don't want to say wrong with me, but like that's, that's, not, what, that's not what I mean. Yeah. But things that I, I wanted to, to change in my life, uh, not the least of which was that I, I was still single and didn't really want to be. But anyway, uh, the, the idea was that when I got back to school, like it all felt, everything felt better because mm-hmm. I didn't have to focus on myself anymore. I could focus on my students and it, it's just like, it made my mental health was so much better during the school year than it was over the summers, uh, which is really strange to think about. It's not necessarily that way anymore, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> really a whole family. Uh, yeah, now that I have a, my, a family of my own, like summers are just sacred. I say I always say that summers are sacred <laughs> for teachers, but uh, but anyway, it's that that concept of the best way to help yourself is by helping others, and they bring it back. Paul brings it back later. You know that that he really liked what she, what he had to say about that because it's true. And Jimmy talks about how, you know, maybe that's why we do what we do. And I mean, that's certainly one of the reasons why I teach. I mean, it's I I, I, I left teaching for a year and went and did college admissions, which 
was a very interesting experience. But one of the things that I always said, like every day during while I was working in college admissions was I don't feel like I'm helping anybody. I feel like, in fact, I'm actively hurting people on a daily basis. And, and it's kind of my job to do so. I don't really feel like I'm helping anybody. Uh, and that was one of the reasons why I only stayed in it for a year because I, I felt that draw to get back into teaching to, to focus on helping other people. Anyway, that, that part of the speech really got to me. And that's, that's why this is my favorite scene. If, it, if that part had been left out, I probably would have picked one of those other scenes. That's very fair. And that is a good tie-in because, yeah, you did explain that earlier. Yeah. It's drinking podcast. Yep. It's a good finale. Uh, Shikane's done a very good job of tying in previous elements just into Dude. next episodes, like just even dropping small things. And they brought, they brought up a lot of reoccurring jokes that we'll get through them in the recap. But well, yeah, but even like the, even the, the, uh, for Grace, even Grace pushing Donnie, like I didn't think that was going to come up again. <laughs> it came up in the therapy session. I didn't even put it Dude. in my notes. That she said the thing about pushing off the cliff and yeah, and, and he, Jimmy saying the brain the, thing off the cliff, bash the brains, eat them up. Like he, I didn't put that even in my notes because I thought yeah. that was just a him being okay. a goofball, yeah, a throwaway <laughs> joke. Yeah, but no, that's gonna be or that looks like it was a pretty big deal. So, uh, but this is this happened so many times in the series. So and I love that about it. Yeah, they're so great about that. So well. Big to good favorite scene. I concur with that one. <laughs> I do too. In that case, Mr. Sal, let's play our little game. Who said it? Who said it? Okay, Mr. Sal, this is a pretty simple edition of Who Said It. Three points oh. to score. You got three quotes. A point of pop, maybe you know, maybe I should start weighting the points based on difficulty. <laughs> uh, the way the way that you come up with these quotes, yeah, I think you probably should. I think I gave you very easy quotes last episode. <laughs> I mean, I got I them all, right, all pretty but... big layups. They're all pretty. They're all pretty good. Uh, just, just because I get them right doesn't mean they're easy. Oh, those were layups, Mister Sal. I don't remember what they were. Me either. <laughs> layups. I stuff. just remember you get. I, you've you've reached a new low of giving me a one word quote. That I get, that I did get wrong, it's, which is really not even a word. It's an exclamation. Was like, ooh, like that. That that was a quote. But you, but you agreed that that was. <laughs> you agreed that that was. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't talk about that. Like, listen to that. I like doing the one word ones that I know you could get. That's like yeah. I didn't yeah. get that one though. <laughs> yeah, you found them in the past though. I know, I know. So we'll start off here with an easy one. The quote is, "I would." Yeah, that's the, uh, Liz talking to yeah, Sean. My mic um, that up. <laughs> it did. It did. Uh, it, and uh, you know, I guess I, you know, it, you did kind of spoon feed it to me by whispering it like that. But yeah, uh, Liz really I wants to be to. a part of Sean's. Otherwise, you complain. Liz really wants to be part of Sean's business, not just an investor. It's a pretty, I I mean, it's, it's a cute scene. I like it. I I like it a lot. I love Derek. He's so funny. And pretty and vivacious. (laughs) So he makes the one comment here that I sympathize a lot with. Why am I here? If you're not going to use me, I really like that. 
Uh, it's like when someone asks you for advice only to ignore your yeah. advice. Oh my God. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the scene. Yeah, and uh, it does end with uh, Liz is going to be involved in the operations with Sean. So, yeah, that yeah. definitely will be interesting moving forward. We'll see how Whitefield uh, Catering <laughs> operates. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually still named that work, working title. <laughs> but, uh, I, oh, Derek's line at the end is so good too. He said, "Are are you sad because he was so kind to you?" <laughs> yes, uh, that's that's a pretty interesting. That's a really cool line just to just to sit in for a minute. Like she's sad because someone was kind to her. Yeah, Derek. I, th- th- I mean, that's how. That's how little she expects people to like her. And, mm-hmm. and so a lot of insecurity from Liz in this episode. And I, I actually really liked seeing it because Liz has been just kind of side uh, sidelong comedy relief for a few episodes. She now. has been for a while since, since uh, her thing with Alice being her surrogate mother. We haven't so, seen yeah. mm-hmm. too much from her. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, and, yeah, and it's good seeing Liz and Derek doing well with each other. Absolutely. That's, that's how I felt. Their, their relationship was going for this episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly 100%. what you said last time. You predicted I'm pretty it sure I said something along the lines of, they're going to do better than ever. <laughs> yes, yeah, so if by along the lines of, you mean exactly the opposite of. Yes, that is correct. Potato, potato. <laughs> Speaking of spoon feeding, since I spoon fed you that quote, actually. <laughs> this, this is completely unrelated. When do you know to stop spoon feeding? A young like baby or child. <laughs> it just popped in my head. How do you how do you I mean, know when it's time to hand over the mantle? But they'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't hand over the mantle. They decide that yeah. they want they want to take on the mantle. Yeah, yeah. They'll just take it and, and they'll make a huge mess. Oh, I imagine. It's, 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 it's part of the process. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, wait, when do you decide to try to give them the spoon and then do it themselves? <laughs> I guess you don't make that call. You look, you, you know, the issue with that, though, is there's got to be some kids that when they're growing up, they just don't feel the need to grab the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Not my kids, but it's possible. I guess that's a pretty natural response that I try yeah. to just mimic you know, what's yeah. going on. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry. Well, let me tell you, spoon feeding babies. Like, well, I guess they're not really babies at that point. They're toddlers. When they start eating real food, you can't believe the excitement. It's so fun feeding them. They get so excited about it. It's, <laughs> it's, such, a, it's such a base process to eat. Yeah. But now they're it's eating a, actual, not like. Not milk. Like that's, yeah, not gobbled food or whatever. It's, it's so it's amazing. Like they they love it so much. Like they flap their arms and they just open up their mouth and like ah, 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 give it to me. Like it's so funny. It's so cute. You can't even you can't even I can't even simulate it in any way. It's so funny. The pure joy. Oh yeah. Feels. Eating food, and they're making like He's yummy sounds. Like mm, mm, mm. It's, it's really, it's really funny. They try grabbing the spoon from your hand because yep. they want more. You're going too slow. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, that we've digressed quite yeah, a bit. Digressed enough. Sorry, just popped in my head. I had to ask. So, <laughs> this one's free. Is that the quote, or that's the quote? <laughs> okay, it's uh. It's the it's Paul to Mason about the fun dip. The oh, first yeah. one's I thought, about, I thought about drugs. Yes, you're right. It was about the fun dip. <laughs> yeah, the first one's free. I think you actually misquoted it there. What did I say? 
You said this one. This one's free. It's oh, the first sorry. Yes, free. I I've written down first one's free. I said <laughs> yeah. it wrong. Okay. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Okay. This, yeah. this is a very funny scene, by the way. It is really funny. Yeah. yeah see, you know, he's showing Mason Fun Dip. Mm-hmm. First one's free. Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing, Dad? Grandfather stuff. Grandfather stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's never got to be a grandpa, really. So yeah, don't listen to that. They're jealous. Yeah. <laughs> and then he shares with Mason how he's Parkinson's. Which this, this, this hurts. This, this yeah. hurts. Yeah, gets well out of all sorts of stuff, though. So Mason would also kind of <laughs> like that Parkinson's. I love that spin on it too, though. Like, it, like he's given him this like terror, like terrifying concept of what Parkinson's is. You know, I might, I want to do something, my body won't do it right away. Like that's horrifying but then he's i love how he spins it there but you know, I, don't I, don't do stuff, I don't have to smile i don't have to talk to strangers like it's really cool right yeah and then you know he also breaks the news to the kiddo that he's having sexual relations with his doctor <laughs> so, that that happens as well but on hey, the bright side honestly seeing more of policy it is <laughs> and there you go so i'm glad <laughs> to see more of mason i guess moving forward and good for paul Glad he's yep. mended his relationship pretty well with his daughter. So, yep. All right. Last quote for all the marbles. Okay. I'll see you downstairs. Okay. I'll see you downstairs. Huh. I mean, certainly sounds like uh, Jimmy to Alice or Sean, but I don't remember him saying that in the one scene where they were upstairs. No, oh, oh. maybe it's uh, maybe it's Alice to Jimmy. When he's freaking out in the bathroom, I'll go with that. Alice to Jimmy when he's freaking out in the bathroom. Mr. Sal, you've unwoven the puzzle. I don't know why I said unwoven, but you got it correct. All right. Ding, ding, ding. That is that is exactly where she says it. He's in the bathroom, totally not nervous, but is seemingly very nervous. Uh, and then we see him head down. And we, this is where we get revealed that Brian did end up becoming, uh, or not Brian, Brian's yeah. dad is his yeah. best man. Yes. Glad for him. D-Man doing a great job ushering. <laughs> Must have won the cornhole. D-Man going to be a B-Man. D-Man yeah, going to be a B-Man. <laughs> I thought I'd make it that one of the quotes, but I was like, that's way too easy. That was very stuck easy. in his head already. <laughs> so, well, and then Jimmy goes on to do a speech we already talked about. But yeah. Yeah, that, that little tidbit. So, yeah, good job, yeah. Michelle. You got all the you. quotes again. Fantastic. I make great quotes. <laughs> Okay. Even though I say them wrong sometimes, like this one's free, first one's free. <laughs> potato, potato. Mm. <laughs> it's gotten to use that twice today now. Good for you. Yeah, tomato, tomato. I'll say that next time. We're, we're also not even in the potatoes episode. <laughs> Mr. Sal? Yes. Let's get into the recap. Yes, sir. Jimmy and Sean chat about the great toilet that lives in Derek have. It's amazing. <laughs> I you know. I, I think I've I know I've said this on the Better Call Saul podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, one of the things I always say to my kids, which is an Austin Powers quote, by the way, is when they say they want something that I'm not going to get them. I say, I want a toilet bowl made of gold, but it's just not in the carts. And they uh, they they're like, Why do you want a toilet bowl made of gold? And I keep telling them. Because if your toilet is made of gold, that's the last thing you would want to be made of gold. So true, that's yeah. how that's how rich you are if your toilet's made of gold. And then um, 
they are they 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 don't get that concept. <laughs> they think that literally what I want more than anything in the world is a toilet bowl made of gold. No other changes. Like I haven't become rich. I just acquired this toilet bowl made of gold. That is not the point. But sounds like I, I think what I said is like you know you've really made it if yeah. you have an elevator in your house. Well, that just means you're old. No, like a full blown elevator. No, a full blown elevator. Like an actual, That's like it. like when you go to like a commercial building elevator yep. in your house. Yeah, now yeah. I don't just want an elevator in my house. Right. <laughs> I just, it's just it's in the same vein as to yes. yeah, the golden toilet. Yes. Yes. Exactly. If, if yeah. I had that, then I mean, if I'm getting an elevator in my house, surely I must have like a really nice house or something. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. So I was very excited in Better Call Saul to see the golden toilet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So anyway, the, the, the Liz and Derek have an eight thousand dollar toilet. Have a nice toilet. And well, the little conversation is interrupted by Alice, who's upset over the fact that all of Mom's stuff is gone. And really, and oh, not really. Jimmy doesn't have the ring on anymore. And that's because he feels like he's ready to move on. But Alice really isn't. So, a bit selfish. It's okay. She gets it. Yeah, she gets it. She gets it. Sean gives Liz and Derek a sample of his catering. He thanks his investors, right? It's looking good for him, and he leaves. They really like it. Liz says mean things about him, which really means she really, she really <laughs> likes it. Yeah. Uh, you know, get out. <laughs> <laughs> And anyway, she would like to help pick the food truck and be a lot more involved in the business, but she she's too insecure to ask Sean directly. You know, yeah. it's his dream, not hers. She doesn't really want to get involved, and he probably wouldn't want her getting that involved anyway. She wants to drive the food truck and make it go beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> we then get to see uh, Paul with Mason and Meg and Julie yep. are all there. We already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Jimmy and Brian. Walk and talk, just the quote you used uh, earlier <laughs> to start off the podcast. Uh, Brian's abs are in session. And uh, Jimmy shares how Alice is feeling, which is upset over the fact he's packed all of Mother's belongings. Mm-hmm. And Brian is 100% totally fine with his dad deciding not to be his best man. In fact, he's so fine with it. The biggest struggle he's going to have is picking between all of his potential candidates. Yeah. His best man. That's the big problem here, actually. So, <laughs> no problem here. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, too good of shape. He's in too good of shape. <laughs> uh, Liz calls Gabby, explaining her insecurities about trying to ask Sean if she can be more involved in the business. Gabby tells her to go for it. Right? People don't dislike you, Liz. I don't hang out for you for charity, which is a really nice thing for Gabby to tell Liz. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Um, but Gabby's really out of breath for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out it's because Jimmy is servicing her. So. That's right. Now, it, uh, did you mention that Jimmy gets summoned away by a text and we don't know what the text is from no, the previous, I in the previous scene? No. Yeah. So no. in the previous scene when they were hiking, Jimmy has to go because he gets a text and we don't know who it's from or what it's about. But presumably, this, this. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Maybe not so safe anymore. <laughs> My turn? <laughs> no. All right. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not moving. <laughs> not moving. Ah, uh, we get to uh, the Liz Derek Sean scene that I used as the quote already, where Sean welcomes Liz in into the operations. So yep. we cut to Brian's introduces his replacement for a bachelor's party because he did not have a bachelor's party. Uh, no, definitely not. It's this not. is the. The Brian's best man cornhole invitational. 
Yes, we're back at what's called Runaways, the, the cornhole place. I can't remember the cornhole yeah. place. Yeah, a great again, great tie-ins by the um, series. Yeah, seriously, Derek, Derek. Derek finally gets to go. He does. Yeah, I don't know if he's been here already now, but he, <laughs> he's here and he kills it. Apparently, no wonder he wants to play cornhole. <laughs> yeah, right. He kills it. Well, they're playing cornhole. Sean and Jimmy talk to Brian's dad to try to convince him to be his best man, but he'd feel uncomfortable. But as a fellow dad. Jimmy warns him, you know, about his decision here because he will come to regret this from one dad to another. And it yeah. looks like that has perhaps some sort of effect on him because the next time we see him, he's his best man. I actually, I've watched this episode twice, but when I yep. first watched through it, I, I reversed back when I saw he was the best man because I was like, wait, what? Yep. He's the best man. Did, did I miss him agreeing to be the best man or did that happen oh. off camera? Off it's, camera. It happens off camera. Just fine. Yeah. I love Sean's wink in this scene. Do you know what I'm talking yes, about? When he, when he says that he beat up someone. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Brian, Brian got me off the hook. Or got me out of jail after I almost beat a guy to death. But don't worry. He deserved it. And Sean winks. <laughs> so good. Wow. The wink and the smile. I love it. Sean is awesome. I, I really love Sean. Sean is funny. Sean's yeah. great. Meanwhile, this is where the D-man is going to be a B-man. <laughs> That's right. Alice has a memory. You spoke about this already. Of her mother. They're sneaking some ice cream from Jimmy's stash. And she can't remember her mother's laugh. She's losing little parts of her. And she tells this to Jimmy. Um, she feels that like she should have spent more time with her. But she just couldn't. She was busy. Busy doing what? Busy being a normal kid, right? Don't beat yourself up over it. Jimmy offers to talk to her for free. She char- he charges other people, but Alice would rather not. All right. Yeah, you know, this reminded me a little bit of um, Only Murders in the Building, season season three, which we just finished covering. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a quote in it, and I won't say who said it or in what context, but it, the quote is, people are a collection of a thousand little details. And th- that comes up in, in that series. And now here, Alice is saying that she feels like she's losing little parts of Tia. So it, it reminded me a lot of that. And I, I mean, I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you or not. Like I, I'm fortunate enough that I haven't lost people that I'm extremely close with. I mean, I've, I've, I have definitely lost people that I've cared about a lot, but not someone that I was, you know, living with every day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm very yeah, fortunate I've never in that lost regard. Anyone but, to this level compared right. to moving Tia. Yes. Right. But, but I've heard this from countless people I know who have lost someone close to them, that you do kind of, the, the memory does fade a little bit at a time. Uh, it came up quite a bit in Six Feet Under, actually, which is one of my Mount Rushmore series. So, I think about this with people that I used to be closer with, um, mm-hmm. whether it was like previous relationships or just like romantic relationships or just yeah. friendships that, you know, I, we're just not friends. I mean, we just don't talk anymore. And uh, I, yeah, you like you, you do forget details of things like that. Hundred percent. When I think about it, I'm like, geez, you know, so and so they used to be my friend, and so time ago, I, I don't remember how they used to laugh. That's true. Yeah. Or I don't, you know, you just you do forget small details, and and mm-hmm. I imagine if and when it happens to me, and I lose someone close to me, that will be yep. that will be difficult <laughs> for sure. So, fair. Uh, anything else on that? See? No, no, great scene. This was this was my runner-up. Probably it was a good scene. 
It was a good one. And even with the turning off the lights, right? Oh, yeah. That's asked, a, yes. Asked him to turn off the lights, and he kind of hesitates because he's kind of questioning whether or not he should. Yep. But he decides, you know what? She can but have that's... 15 minutes. I wish he would have said that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That I, I wish cool. I would have referenced the 15 minutes here. But this <laughs> this is a reference, though. Like, did, Do you remember? I think it was episode maybe two. I think it was episode two when Tia comes in. He's sitting in that same corner, the, the little breakfast nook over there in the dark and she she turns the lights on and he pretends to be a vampire do you remember oh, that no no oh yeah yeah like mm -hmm. it was like the same idea and he he asked her to turn off the lights oh well what yeah. goes around comes around yeah, yeah that's, that's the finale for you yeah i mean that's why he hesitates here because he sees her sliding into this territory that he was in and he casts her down because she must deal with it yeah she's to put in the work okay <laughs> speaking of work the break room jimmy and paul have a bit of their uh heart to heart jimmy shares his how he feels helpless trying to help alice um but paul says you know you're doing fine she'll get through it it'll, it'll all end all right and paul he struggles to say it but it was a great visit seeing his family in connecticut and he thanks jimmy for its help for helping make it happen in the first place they wow. even hug wow wolf, wolf mr Seth. <laughs> wolf oh by the way this wolf thing i so i'm i'm re-watching season one of only murders in the building but do you remember jan used to say wolf all the time really yeah oh. yeah she the, i just watched the episode where jan well i don't want to spoil it but anyway mm -hmm. there's a character on in the series named jan uh, who who says woof when something really like heavy is dropped on her? Not physically heavy, but like emotionally heavy. So I guess that's just a thing people do. Yeah. Oh, woof. All right. At least in you know TV land. <laughs> <laughs> Derek shares with Liz that Gabby and uh, Jimmy have been doing it for quite some time. He caught them doing it during the engagement party. <laughs> And they kind of have a bit of a back and forth. Hysterical. Yeah. Oh, you watched? Well, I had to. <laughs> What's I gonna do? Not watch? Did you record it? Well, I'm not you know, I'm not doing that. It's all up here. <laughs> I didn't have to. <laughs> so And you know Jimmy could do squats. <laughs> anyway. Uh Liz meets with Gabby and wants to give her a rock. Help her join with uh... the covenant of the rock. Covenant of the Sisters? Well, what yeah. was the Covenant called? I, I, I can't remember. Sisterhood, I, Sisterhood of the Rock. Or covenant Something. of the Rock, yeah, because Derek's in there too. So, but, but her sons. But Liz, well, two, yeah, two of her three sons. Yeah, two of her three sons. <laughs> but before Liz will give up the Rock, she confronts Gabby on sleeping with Jimmy. And she confess, you know, she admits it and that it is great. It is Mariah Carey. No time. <laughs> <laughs> it is great. He doesn't even slap her. <laughs> she's, he's very respectful of her body, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, she loves the safe way. So <laughs> she's, she's loving it. And Liz, glad to you know, hear, I guess, the truth from Gabby, hands over the rock. It's official. Gabby's a member of Liz's inner circle. And Gabby asks Liz to check over her recommendation letter that she wrote herself because uh, Paul couldn't be bothered to write it himself. Uh -huh. Which that whole concept you brought it up last week, yeah. Uh, that whole concept really just bothered Gabby, <laughs> so uh -huh. she's gonna 
take care of us. Bother Liz, you mean? Yeah. Liz, sorry. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Bother mm-hmm. Liz to the point where she will take care of this. Yep. We get the therapy session between Grace and Jimmy, which we it's kind of already went over. But loaded Grace with well foreshadowing. It is. Yeah. She's doing well for herself, booping her husband, uh, <laughs> makes yeah. the runny eggs comment and the cliff. And Jimmy even hypothetically talks, you know, yeah, slurp those brains or whatever. Yeah. Eat the brains. Yes. <laughs> So whatever, but Grace thanks Jimmy and Eat it them all seems up. well. So seems good for them. See, see, things seem on the up and up for Grace. It's good. Mm-hmm. Happy for her. She's very thankful for for Jimmy too. Yes, yes. This is the other place that I'm I'm kind of hoping this doesn't go is that she is like obsessed with Jimmy. I think that's fine if it's like it depends how they go about it, but I don't think. Yeah, it's we'll a, see. It doesn't worry me. Okay. Liz comes to Jimmy. For help to uh, tear Paul a new one, but Jimmy can't do that to Paul. They just hugged. Did well, you catch what she says on the way past Grace? Though she's like, she doesn't look crazy. Yeah, How she doesn't look crazy. crazy. How is she? Cra- I know. Yeah, which, which is very funny. But then it it hits different once you know the end of the episode. Yeah, which it kind of is. You're right. Actually, I didn't think about it with relation to the end of the episode. Yeah. Well, Liz uh, Liz brings over Safe Wang to with her anyway. So. Oh, now Jimmy knows that Liz knows. So they confront Paul and also they teach him what raw dogging really means. This is another <laughs> so great. It's so funny. He uses it twice. What are you doing raw dogging me again in my own office now? <laughs> stop using that. Tell him what it means, Jimmy. <laughs> All right, I'll stop using that then. He's very, you know, he's a very understanding. Just give him an explanation. That's right. Liz rants to how unfair Paul is towards Gabby when compared to Jimmy. And Jimmy sports this notion of how poorly Paul has treated Gabby in comparison. Um, you know, you, you're, you're there with a the, the hug and a Kleenex for Jimmy, but you're not there for Gabby. So, well, yeah, yeah, what's the dealio here? Come on. And after Liz gets done with... I say rant. I mean, she makes very good points, but she just kind of yells at him, saying it. Oh yeah, after she gets done yelling at Paul. Um, I mean, look, Paul, Paul made a mistake. Here. Like, it, it, none of this is wrote, wrong. No, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 what they're saying is wrong. I mean, maybe yeah. he's not sexist. I don't know. Yeah, that that, yeah, that, yeah. that you could you could argue about, but mm-hmm. they're not wrong that he showed favoritism towards Jimmy, and it's yes. really disrespectful that he wouldn't write let a recommendation for her. Yeah, exactly. You know, especially with how long she's worked there with him, apparently, or how close, yeah, how close they are. They mm-hmm. drive to work together every day. Right. It's, you know, that's pretty to, good. A recommendation letter. <laughs> to and fro. Yes, to and fro. So after <laughs> Liz leaves, though, Paul just can't believe what Jimmy did. Hugged and told. I can't hug and tell what kind of a person <laughs> hugs and tells. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, that's great. And, you know, Jimmy's in a tough situation in that scene because he's not. He's how did I say it here? He's he's uh, he contributes uh, more than Paul would like, but not as much as Liz would like. I know. Yes, you're in a real middle <laughs> ground there. Yeah. We get Alex coming home with Jimmy taking out all of Mom's stuff. Not take, he brings the boxes of Tia's stuff into Alice's room because yeah. just because. He's done with her stuff. Doesn't mean Alice has to be. So yeah. she grabs um, mom's heels that made her feel hot and uh, yeah. starts to share stories 
to Sean about Tia. And I agree. What makes this really sweet is how she's not sad, but she's giddy talking about memories yeah. of her mother. And yeah. Jimmy takes the time to, you know, she's talking to Sean. I'm just going to leave and let her yeah. enjoy the moment. It's, yeah. it, it's it, beautiful. It is really nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's getting through it. So, yeah. No. Definitely over the curve, it seems like. So, mm-hmm. uh, Meanwhile, Gabby goes in for an interview. And from our perspective, it doesn't seem to be going very well. But Paul barges in, calling the interviewer smug, right? <laughs> that Gabby <laughs> deserves this child. Stop being smug. Yeah. How, how did you know he was being st- smug? He's Gerald. Yeah, look at him. <laughs> but Gabby deserves this job. And apparently she's already got it. So, well, yeah. read your emails then, Gerald. I have to finish yeah. this. This, I mean, this was on my short list of favorite scenes as well. I love this scene. Yeah, you know, it, 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 Paul says lots of nice things about Gabby. How she's very empathetic. Um, Paul values her. He's done too little for her in the past, and he's going to go wait in her car now because she's his ride. <laughs> I love the. I love the. I will. Uh, I, I'm. I'm. I'm working on. Like he, he said, I, I. I don't tell her how much I value her enough, uh, because I. I have problems i have trouble talking to the communicating with the women who in my life are important to me but i'm working on that and i'm going to keep working on that till the day i die at 140 and i'm going to live to 140 because i drink a lot of water and he pulls out the water bottle that gabby gave gave him and, and you know gerald doesn't know what this water bottle is but gabby does and i love gabby's face when she sees the water bottle it's like ah oh, it was really great i loved it it was great no it really was nice so he goes, or he leaves after that. Jimmy, we, we get Jimmy being very nervous for his wedding speech, the speech itself. The aftermath of the speech is where we'll kind of chime back in with Paul and Jimmy talking about his speech and how, you know, they agree on the point. Uh, what was the point that they agreed on? I just heard that you, you mentioned uh, it. Well, yeah, it was the, the best way to helping help other people is to help yeah. others. Yeah, that's what it is. Yes, yes. To help other people. And you know, really, Jimmy got kind of lucky that his whole therapist antics didn't bring down the whole operation. Uh-huh. And Paul got lucky, too, to have Jimmy. Aww. And then we get to see the montage of all the characters dancing, um, all our main cast, interspliced mm-hmm. with Jimmy's patients, all looking like they're doing a little better than they were doing before. A lot better, right? Yeah, I mean, in different ways. Yeah, we got him. While he's sitting on a park bench. bench. While he's sitting on a park bench. Um... I, forget, I think that's Dan's talking to the barista. Yeah, he's, he's having he's not, he's friendship talking with him. or something. Yeah, he's having coffee with the barista. Something's going on there, so good for them that they've mm-hmm. formed some sort of bond. Uh, Steven's Mark. doing the wave at the Rose Bowl. Um, I don't remember. Know. I don't remember the guy's name with the girlfriend. Yeah, but he's got a girlfriend. And yeah. Grace is hiking with her husband, Donnie. Good for them. Mm. And speaking of Grace and Donnie, it ends this the the season with her booping him one last time. <laughs> Did not think that the last thing we would hear in this season would be boop. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. It's, I think this is a great, like that last scene. Yeah, I love that. I, I, you, you <laughs> I knew you would. You? I, I love, I love it. It's just because it's, it's a little spanner in the works, and it's. I don't, I don't think it'll be the focal point of next season because they didn't. Jimmy towards his patience wasn't the focal point of this season. It's a big part of it. And especially yeah. like early on, it was like, you know, some mm-hmm. big stuff with it. But what these last few episodes, oh, we, we see usually in 
a given episode one thing about his patience but it's not right. like it's not the focal point no but i'm worried that he's gonna lose his job and then the, the focal point is gonna be like he's he's back in a depression but not because of tia now but now it's because he lost his job well we'll have to see we'll have to see but i think wherever they go with it it will be um I have to trust them. I have to trust them now. I mean, this they just put together like one of my favorite seasons of television. So, like, I have to trust them. I, I, I've given one, not ten, in this whole season. I gave one nine, and I've I feel like I might do the opposite of what I did with the old man, which, like, I I, I had one nine going into the finale. Gave the finale. No, I didn't. I had all tens going into the finale. Gave the finale a nine. And I was like, oh, now that I've broken the seal, I'm just gonna. Give that other one a nine too, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I may. I'm considering going the other way with this one. Now that we've gotten to the you, end, you and everything, job. everything but that one's a ten. I might say, ah, oh, you know what? That can be a ten too. We gotta, we gotta patch up the. <laughs> Love to see, but Mr. Sal, let's do for at least this season of shrinking one last chucking of the time. Oh, it's one last TV time. It's the last one. Yay, TV time. <laughs> Ain't no time like a TV time. Don't cry, Mr. Sal. That's not the last TV time. There will be season two. Mm. And hopefully it will also have every episode be a five on TV time. <laughs> I hope so. This one's a five? Yeah, oh yeah, it is. 80, yeah. 82%. Yeah, yep. so straight banger. Question yeah. arises. Who is the favorite character? I think the people said Jimmy. I think you said Jimmy. And I think the people said Jimmy. I think you said Jimmy as well. I did say Jimmy, for sure. I also said Jimmy, yeah. for sure. The people did not. Really? Did they, they say did not. Harrison Ford? Or who they did. They went with Paul in this last episode, 46%. Harrison Ford edges out. What? I'm very surprised by that. Well, you know, I mean, he talked, he meant stuff with his family. Men stuff with Gabby, and he's nice to Jimmy. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. I, I'm going to be really interested interested to have this discussion in our recap episode about the most character growth because this is about characters growing. It's kind of the whole point of the series is all the characters are very growing. subjective. <laughs> We're going to get a lot of arguing, surely, because <laughs> <laughs> Okay. How can you say Rorschach is the goodest, but then change and say <laughs> someone else that I will not say is goodest? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Check out Watchmen if you want to know what I mean. <laughs> no, it doesn't come up in Watchmen. It comes up. Where does it come up? I think it comes up in The Old Man. Oh, does it? Oh, you're right. Yeah, because then we, well, if you want, okay, well, first you got to watch Watchmen to get like the context, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right? and, then every, and plus, it's really good. All right. Read the graphic yeah. novel. Watch <laughs> exactly. Watchmen. Highly would recommend it. If you don't want to read the graphic novel, that's fine. You have a preview to Watchmen. It kind of covers over it. But really, it's not fine. It's it. not a substitute. It's not, not really a substitute. You should read the graphic novel. It's more of like a recap for the novel if you've read yeah. it before. But uh, listen, originally, that was supposed to be how I was supposed to learn about Watchmen. <laughs> Which I think is still ridiculous. You wanted to cover the Watchmen series, <laughs> and I mean not reading the graphic novel. He's telling me what happened. I didn't, I didn't want to give you homework. I'm not your teacher anymore. You loved doing it back then. You love doing <laughs> I, it now. I don't. I know you don't. <laughs> well, 
I'm I this is a great season of television. No, I, 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 I agree. Forward to season two. I, I mean, I'm sad. I guess it's over for now. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I probably will watch this whole season again between now and season two because I just I adored the series. I'm going to miss being with these characters. I the, the, you know, 35 minutes. I can do a 35 minute episode, especially if I don't have to take notes. Oh, I can watch this again a couple of times, a couple of times per episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can. And we don't know when season two is coming out at the time of now. We do have the recap coming out. So we'll have our superlatives and whatnot for that. But in the meantime, listeners, please, if you've enjoyed this episode, five star uh, subscriptions, sharing the podcast, it really helps us out. If you want to contact us, showopperspodcast at gmail.com. Check out our back catalog. We already just mentioned it Watchmen, uh, The Old Man. Uh, we referenced Only Murders in the Building. We recently just wrapped up uh, yep. all the way up to season three. So yep. we have that in our back catalog. Talked about Lost. We did talk about Lost. And we do have other series coming up in the near future. So we have the recap for Shrinking. That's still slated. But after that, we actually have... Let me pull it up. Two other series we're starting. And we'll start the same week. Okay, so this will this is releasing later this week. The recap will drop. And then we have two series dropping next week it is bodies it's a netflix uh exclusive i think it's dropping all at once so you could binge watch it we'll be a bit late to the party yeah it's yeah by the time yeah oh yeah it's 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 been out for almost a month now yeah 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 yeah. so it it will already been out for you guys but we'll be checking that out uh it's about uh, a murder that's happened well investigators investigating a crime a murder presumably this happened across times mm-hmm. something with relation to that that's about as far as i know on it i don't know if you know any more on it but that's uh, that, that sounds about right and watch the trailer check out the trailer <laughs> yeah the the other thing i'll know is uh, the other series we're going to be starting is a murder at the end of the world also uh a murder mystery similar to only murders in the building except that it's not as much of a comedy at least that's what it's advertised as so we'll have to see very exciting. So we have two murder-esque, or at least investigatory yes. murder shows coming up. We're really leading right. into that. But right. check it out, listeners. And thank you so much for listening. We'll be back, I guess, later this week. Also, schedule changes between now, us recording this and dropping it. But later this week, the Shrinking One recap. So thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.